Listening to the Indie Press podcast, and I'm your host, Andrew Westmoreland. So, I just want to let everyone know that I have been really slow this week to produce content, both here in SoundCloud or wherever you are hearing this podcast, and on YouTube because I have been sick. In fact, I'm still sick right now, <clears throat> but I am doped up on various types of over counter drugs. And hopefully I can get through this without dying of a coughing fit or having a heart attack from the stand medication making my blood pressure through the roof. Needless to say, uh, today we are going to talk, uh, I cannot speak, <laughs> we're going to talk about quite a few topics. We're going to be talking about uh, the Trump administration asking 46 attorneys U.S. attorneys to resign. Uh, more specifically, one claims that he's already been fired. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about health care and some of the flubs that have been taking place. And we're also going to talk about the Marine scandal where they were doing revenge porn on female service members. All this and more in just a few moments um, uh, I just want to take this time to thank all of my listeners this is a huge milestone we're at episode 40 uh, thank you thank you thank you for listening thank you for supporting um, if you made contributions uh, donations to the show thank you thank you thank you um, it really does help offset the costs of the show so with that um, I will we're going to take a quick break and then uh, we'll get back into the main show. here hope you enjoyed that music that was from uh, dj shifty 
He is a good friend of mine that produces amazing, amazing music. Um, and that is something he provided for us that is called New End Town. Alright, so let's get into this. Um, the Trump administration has asked 46 U.S. attorneys to resign. Um, they're just trying to clean house, apparently. They don't like whoever's there or who's there in the past, and they're trying to replace them all with Trump yes-men and uh, conservative attorneys. Uh, I wouldn't say this is necessarily unprecedented, but it is definitely something that is going to cause a little bit of a blowback. Um, understand that uh, if these people are not replaced fairly immediately, it is going to cause some problems. Um, it's going to gum up our legal system. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess that's in the eye of the beholder. Um, if you are a pro-statist, this is terrible, terrible news. Um, if you're not kind of like me, then you're kind of like, eh, less people go into jail for crimes that uh, may, be, uh, may actually be a good thing. So um, a U.S. attorney, Preet uh, Barara, it's really hard to say his name, it's a foreign name, he... Uh, tweeted out that he will not be resigning uh, that Trump is going to have to fire him um, and apparently he was fired he tweeted out a response saying that uh, he did not resign uh, moments ago I was fired and then he goes on to say that he it's an honor uh, that he got to serve as US attorney um, so, you know, and this was a uh, U.S. attorney for Southern District in New York. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is uh, interesting stuff for sure. Um, not really sure why Trump is making this move to try and oust all of these attorneys. If, if, if they were not um, actually able to do their job properly then yeah they should be removed but I'm not really sure what the problem is uh, but this is this is definitely a thing like uh, you know he's asking people to resign with no replacements so what this ends up doing is causing quite a bit of disruption um, and, and you know understand that in America we have uh, certain protections you know we have the right to a speedy trial and you know we can already argue right now that you do not have access to a speedy trial in fact uh, some of these things take way too long and if you were accused of a crime you didn't commit you could be literally uh, behind bars for um, over a year in some cases uh, before you even get to go to trial so this is not really helping the situation uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's really interesting because uh, this is just can't, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you know, uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions just sort of like came out with this asking for people to uh, turn in resignation letters and 
you know, this really is a huge flub. It, it just is. It, it's it's one of those things that you can't kind of dismiss or discredit. You know, you can't. You got to give people a warning. Like this isn't just unprofessional uh, from a presidential standpoint. From a um, you know executive branch standpoint, also understand these people have you know these are people's lives not and i'm not just talking about the attorneys who are losing their jobs like with no warning we're talking about like i said people who are gummed up in the legal system already whether they're guilty of of unethical things or not of criminal things or not so maybe maybe they probably could have handled this uh, a little bit better and I don't know. We can just keep adding this to the list of, of growing uh, Trump administration failures. And, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely adding it to the list. Um, I'm sure many of his people still support him. But um, my next topic here is a thing that a lot of his people are not supportive of so let's talk about this healthcare thing uh, I know last episode already did this but it's still this huge issue it's this huge fight in uh, Washington right now Congress is going back and forth and and most specifically uh, the biggest fight you know you already expect uh, Democrats to be fighting tooth and nail against whatever Republicans are trying to propose to, you know, quote-unquote, repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. But what's interesting is what's gumming up the works here is that fellow conservatives, fellow Republicans, are the ones that are like, hold on, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is what's happening. So uh, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul is one of the the biggest uh, people who are um, gumming up the work, so to speak, because, you know, his people have uh, basically Kentucky care. They have the system that is basically virtually identical to, quote unquote, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. And if you were to start taking these provisions away, you know, repeal and replace, it's going to make an estimated, well, before we get into that, into numbers, uh, it's going to cause issues with people who are on health care. And, you know, just because someone's a conservative doesn't mean that they don't need to go to the doctor and that maybe, hey, we actually like some of these programs that are in place. So what's actually happening is a lot of these conservative constituents are being uh, essentially screwed and they, they're not down for that. They are not down for that. Um, and people are starting to realize that, hey, maybe I voted uh, against my own self-interest. And they're starting to have buyer's remorse for voting for Trump. Now, again, this isn't all Trump supporters. This isn't the vast majority by any means. But, yeah, these maybe these are swing voters or, or people who are older who rely on Medicare, Medicaid, and now the uh, Affordable Care Act. So understand that they are trying to actually cut down on uh, Medicare and Medicaid payouts, right? So it's going to make uh, the cost of these uh, 
uh, healthcare things for seniors uh, increase. You're obviously they're the most vulnerable. They're at the ending days, the last stages of their life. And, you know, the body starts to shut down, which means, you know, they're constantly seeing doctors or in the hospital. So if you're going to start, you know, raising the price on them, essentially, by cutting these programs, then, you know, you're going to lose a lot of support. Let's just be real. It's it's political suicide when you start getting into a lot of this stuff. And the most interesting thing is you'll, we keep seeing these flubs like uh, Paul Ryan uh, did his little bullshittery and fuckery, uh, his presentation, uh, Speaker of the House. He was essentially trying to argue against um, why it doesn't make any sense for people to... Uh, young millennials or whoever young people to uh, be paying for you know the six the sick people's health care and you know that's an argument against insurance that's what that is um, I have made similar arguments personally that is not new for me but the problem here is the man is, is the way he's speaking it's like he has no idea what insurance is uh, that this is new to him and that, you know, oh my gosh, insurance is a terrible idea. And, you know, we can, we can have that discussion and, you know, I will say this. I do not like the idea of being forced into anything. And the idea that I was, uh, I, I got an exemption. I was lucky. The idea that millions of people were being forced into buying health care that they couldn't afford or that they didn't want is unethical to me. It is the same thing as, as saying that a government has the, the right or the ability to tax people whatever they want, which is taking your, your money. And that's a problem to me. Or the idea that you need car insurance, that you, it's, a, it's a law that you have to have car insurance. You know, this is a problem because that violates your ability to freely travel. You know, these, these things are not... This isn't some, like, huge... Um, thing that isn't understood like a lot of people just just think you don't have freedoms and rights and that you know there there are just certain costs to being in a society and while i can agree with that in part i would say that we have allowed uh government to control way too much part uh, way too much of our lives there comes a time when enough is enough when you need to start cutting some of the stuff back but that being said, when it comes to health care or when it comes with any insurance, understand that that's what insurance is. Insurance is everyone pays into it uh, because it, it uh, covers the cost for just in case something bad happens, you know, a car accident or um, you get horribly sick or, or injured then you can the company will pay for your expenses now understand that if only sick people had insurance it doesn't work it doesn't work because there's not the company has no money to pay for everyone if you're only paying a small amount the entire point of insurance is that you uh, spread out the liability between everyone 
and then that means everyone is covered. Most people are not going to have traumatic injuries or really terrible sicknesses. Um, at least not immediately. Most of the time they're going to be fairly healthy. So this is like, I don't understand how this is. This is basic understanding of insurance. This is a, you know, I didn't have to go to school to learn about this from some um, overpaid pr- professor. This is just basic knowledge. And I understand these are people in our fucking government who act like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And excuse me for getting upset here, but this is just ridiculous that we have to keep hearing this type of nonsense. You know, these are, are, are people who are trying to literally kill people. And, you know, I, and I'm sorry for, for I'm going to have to get partisan on this because this is just like out of control. When we have people and certain political parties who are basically saying, fuck you, you don't deserve to live. I have a problem with that. I am someone who cares about other people. I have compassion and empathy. And when we're talking about people literally dying because they can't uh, afford health care, I have a serious problem with that. So real quick, uh, let's let's jump in to see uh, what they're trying to uh, keep in the, this new Trump care and what they're trying to take out. <clears throat> so what they want to keep in is the pre-existing conditions coverage protection. Uh, that is a huge part of the Affordable Care Act. Before, if you had a pre-existing condition, uh, health insurance companies had full right to deny you. Um, and I mean, we can debate, you know, if that is, was a good thing or not. Um, personally, I think it is. We should be talking about healthcare as a human right, not as a service, a good or a service. You know, just like we have, we need to be able to have clean water and we need to have housing and, and food. You know, we look at these basic human rights as uh, goods and services in, in capitalist societies, and that's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the next one um, that they're keeping in, that it allows, well, <laughs> in quotations, adults, children, so people up to the age of 26 to stay on their parents' um, health care plans. <clears throat> um, they're keeping the, the Cadillac tax which is a 40% uh, excise tax on employer health plans uh, that are considered generous. So what are they taking out? They want to take out the mandate requiring all people uh, above age 18, uh, or I'm sorry, I would say above, well, yeah, for, for the most part, people who are above 18 who are not connected to someone else's health insurance to buy insurance, or you pay the tax penalty. That was my biggest sticking point on the Affordable Care Act. And, and in fact, I am a huge, uh, I, I support that particular measure 100%. The idea that you're forcing people to pay for something they don't want or can't afford is just completely outrageous. Um, the entire point of it, it's called the Affordable Care Act. If it's not fucking affordable, then what are you doing? You know? So they want to take out the subsidies based on income or uh, cost of coverage um, and will be replaced by refundable tax credits uh, based on age with uh, an income cap. <coughs> so that would that would affect me personally uh, because I got a huge uh, 
tax credit. Uh, well, it's really a subsidy. I mean, it, these things have have definitions, set definitions of meanings. But basically, um, I got three hundred and fifty dollars covered uh, on behalf of you know the government through the American taxpayer uh, for my particular plan. But that would affect me. They're going to probably get rid of that. Um, I would lose my health insurance. Um, they want to get rid of taxes that the Affordable Care Act imposed on wealthy uh, insurers and, and the I can't speak prescription drug manufacturers. You know, I'm not a big fan of taxes, but I understand that for basic services and stuff to be maintained in a in a society, there has to be some measure of taxes. I would like to keep them low and pretty fair across the board. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, the idea is, you know, also understand that America ha taxes the wealthy and the uh, and businesses out the ass compared to other countries around the world. Um, and it's starting to take a toll, to be honest. Um, why would you want to be a business in America if you can go to somewhere else overseas to pay little or no um, taxes on your company? I'm just saying. I would uh, go overseas, too. Um, <clears throat> extra Medicaid expansion funding. So they want to uh, get rid of some of the enhanced provisions uh, for covering low-income adults through Medicaid. And again, like I said, they're trying to cut Medicaid. So, yeah, that is, that's, that's a thing. That's pretty much the general gist of it. Um, they want to add some more things as well. Uh, they want to, in their version, they want to allow insurers, insurance companies to sell uh, coverage plans across state lines. So basically, um, this is completely federal. There isn't like state by state anymore. They basically allow for you to, uh, if you live in the state of Virginia, you could buy a plan uh, that is offered uh, in California and vice versa and, and anywhere in America. I don't really see a problem with that. Uh, that's kind of the entire point of a free market. That That's a good thing with capitalism. Uh, we want more competition with insurance companies. If, if, if you have a shitty insurance companies in your state, absolutely you should be able to buy health insurance somewhere that's cheaper or, or makes more sense for you. There should be no restrictions. <clears throat> Uh, they also want to do a associate health plan, uh, basically let people band together and get coverage like as a group. Yeah, why not? I'm perfectly fine with that. That's like insurance on insurance. Uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And they also have this thing where they want to re uh, remove requirement that insurers uh, that insurers cover ten specific benefits such as uh, mater maternity. So. You know, there's some good and, and there's definitely a lot of bad in what they're trying to do. But for the most part, understand that this entire thing is they cannot change the Affordable Care Act that much anyway. Because most of their, a lot, huge portion of their constituents really like it. So this idea that they're just going to like repeal and replace, replace it with what? I mean, the Affordable Care Act was basically their version of health care anyway. 
we're speaking of conservatives, so what are they going to repla uh, replace it with? It can't really get much more conservative than that, other than we just don't believe in insurance at all. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. Like, you know, you either care about uh, human beings or you don't. Which one is it? So we're about 25 minutes into the show now. Uh, I want to go to the next topic, topic number three. Huge story that came out this week were that uh, was that Marines were caught um, in a revenge porn scandal, basically. Uh, quotation, subculture. Uh, there was a subculture of a certain uh, Facebook group uh, that had something around the lines of 30,000 uh, followers or people who liked the page. Uh, and basically, you know, some of it, most of it was okay, but then there would be certain people that would uh, share uh, nude photos of their female, uh, nude and some were clothed. But the point is they're, they're sending photos of female Marines, female service members, and then shaming them. You know, they're providing name, rank, serial number, and be like, you know, yeah, she's a dirty slut or whatever terrible thing they're saying about her, basically shaming her online, and then everyone would get in on the, the joke or the laugh or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, some are definitely nudes. And, you know, this is just not acceptable, especially for uh, a professional entity, a government entity. Like, these are government employees. These aren't just like, oh, these are just like kids. No, I also understand, you know, this is our fucking military. This is the Marines. They try to pretend like they're the best of the best, right? They are the elite military unit of America. They're supposed to live by a, uh, a higher standard. So I also understand that uh, there are about 10 victims who have come forward. Um, it's There's also talk that from, I believe it was one of the gen uh, generals who actually uh, came out in a, a press uh, press conference, uh, General Robert uh, Neller said that they are definitely going to be invest investigating this through the uh, NCIS. Uh, if you're not familiar, there's a TV show about them, uh, Navy Criminal Investigative Service. Um, there is these people uh, per uh, perpetrating this can definitely uh, be charged uh, through military. Uh, what the hell is it called? As as a child of a navy navy servicemen, this is embarrassing. Um, military code of whatever the fuck the military version of their laws are, right? They can be charged, right? They can literally go to military prison for some of this stuff. So this is a pretty big story. It's it's gross. It's unprofessional. It's just not something we want to see from our military. But this is kind of a thing that happens um, in boys clubs, in air quotes, where, you know, these very patriarchal sort of uh, organizations tend to have this kind of blah, 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 
sort of uh, camaraderie. You know, we're talking to like male fraternities and sports teams, and where they're just kind of like very misogynistic. And you know, if they get their feelings hurt, they just do really gross things. You know, it's just like. <sighs> Why would you do this? Bruh. And I'm... <laughs> like, you just imagine if that was your sister or your mother or your cousin or, or somebody and somebody did that crap to you. That That's not cool. It's not cool at all. So... I want to say that there's been quite a few stories in the news lately and you know while I've been away uh, the world is still here uh, I can go away and fade away into nothingness and the same shit is still going to be happening there's always something to talk about and it is what it is. I just hope that uh, my listeners, that you um, hopefully you get something out of the show. Please, please comment and, and, and let me know how I'm doing. If you have any suggestions, if you like what you're hearing, um, whatever it may be, uh, I want to hear from you. Um, and, you know, I always appreciate the feedback, uh, positive or negative. I, I do read it all and... Um, I do strive to give you good content and I'm just hoping um, that as my quote unquote brand grows that uh, we can continue to have that relationship of you know talking to each other uh, through social media of course but you know where you can come to me with with comments questions concerns and i will be able to answer them um most of them as 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 quickly as possible so with that uh probably should just cut it here i'm already at the 30 minute mark uh really quick uh, a kind of a lighthearted fun thing if you haven't seen that bbc interview where the 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 children crash uh, <laughs> crash that guy's interview on the BBC check it out it is like one of the it's probably the number one trending video right now on the internet it is hilarious I've watched it like 10 times it's <laughs> I was just weak I was just weak like you gotta just see this video so with that thanks for listening and I will see you guys next time Thank <laughs> you.